0: Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine, coming to you on a Monday morning uh, for Dictations podcast. Um, Today we're going to talk about something that's on everybody's minds right now, and again, it's going to be COVID-19. I haven't actually done a podcast on it in the last month or so, because I was kind of waiting to see what was gonna happen and researching the thing to the hilt, listening to a lot of smart people, much smarter than myself, and kind of then also getting a gut feeling about a lot of things that I'm usually pretty good at. Um, but, uh, so I've got some encouraging news for you. Um, despite the fact that everybody else around here, at least in Upper East Tennessee, is, is really kind of scared. We've got a mask requirement again. Uh, we started that in Knoxville last week, this week in Sullivan County and probably Washington County will follow suit, but um, we are in our all our offices wearing masks. We're doing the same thing that we've been doing for the past several months, disinfecting every room, um, wearing masks when appropriate. Now we're wearing them all the time and taking temperatures and discouraging any sick people from coming to the office. We're going to do telemedicine with them. But, you know, there's a lot of uh, mass hysteria going on right now. And, of course, the cases are on an uptick in East Tennessee. There's a lot more positive cases, um, as would be expected, because there's a lot more testing. Um, You can find this nationwide. I mean, there are lines miles and miles long, especially in big cities, to get tested with the test, that, number one, may not be as accurate as you'd want it to, and number two, there's there's just been a lot of mistakes with this test. Um, I'm all for the test, I think we need to do it. Um, and But he, here's what I think, and, and from all the reading I've been doing, I read an article and listened to a podcast from uh, a Stanford professor who's uh, won the Nobel Prize, and um, he gives a really good summary of kind of what's happening. As you, as you know, the the if you look at the graph of the COVID cases in in the United States, it's going up and up and up. But the only important graph you need to worry about it really is the death rate from COVID 19, and it's going the opposite. It's going down 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 precipitously I mean the death rates are really really low and excuse me there's a lot of reasons for this Um, one is that we're kind of more prepared for it Um, we can actually treat it and I'm going to give you some good things that I've learned about treating it if you learn you have it or even if you're worried about it and you want prophylaxis for it Um, there's some really effective medications out there now um, but back to the to the reason that you're seeing a lot of positive tests. And and you may say, well, hospitalization rates are going up too. Deaths are definitely coming down. There's no question in anybody's mind. I mean, it's like watching the stock market that's crashing. They're there are really, really low death rates from COVID nineteen right now. And it's uh it's not just because we learned how to treat it better. It's because a lot of the data is really skewed anyway. They're, they're telling, they're reporting deaths that really didn't occur from COVID. Um, and they're reporting hospitalizations um, from COVID that really aren't exactly true. Here's an example. If you, now that all the hospitals are open back up for elective surgery, um, if you go in there, of course, they're gonna do a COVID test on you before they do your surgery. And if you happen to test positive for COVID, they're going to say you're, in the, you're hospitalized with COVID. So they're counting you in that hospitalization rate. Um, so we're testing a whole lot of people. And the fact is that over half the people that are tested for this have no symptoms whatsoever. Um, they don't even get sick from it. And they have a positive test. And then they may retest them, you know, two or three days later, and they're negative. So I don't think the test is that good, and I think there's a lot, there are a lot of false positives. I think, and um, most people have are kind of immune to this thing anyway. Um, it's not only the antigen or antibody test that's bringing about this immunity; it's something called T cell immunity. I mean, this thing is a coronavirus, like like the common cold is. And all of us have been exposed to coronaviruses all our lives. So there's a feeling that there's a lot of this T-cell immunity um, already, despite not not having an antibody response to this thing already. So, um, you know, most people are not going to show symptoms with this anyway. Um, so and the, the thing to remember is the rates of infection are supposedly going up because we're testing more and there are some young people that have gone to protest and bars and all this stuff and they probably are spreading it but you know they're very low risk to have anything happen to them i mean a a person that's you know a college student or below you know they have a better chance of being struck by lightning than they do dying of covid I think there's been four deaths under age 15, is what I read in one report. Again, there's so many different reports you don't know what exactly to believe, but if you look at the the stats and listen to the to the real experts who are diving into this thing, it's not nearly as scary as the media wants you to believe. Um, like I say, governors are pulling back, I mean, they're really getting hysterical about this thing when they don't really need to um but anyway um so don't be scared this thing is going to come by herd immunity to a sooner trailing off sooner than you may think and then we won't have to worry much about it at all any more than the seasonal flu this thing is really boiled down to a very bad case of um, flu in most people it is more contagious and it's more prevalent this year but in a bad year of flu, flu kills uh, maybe 80,000 people. The COVID-19 so far has killed in the U.S. about 130,000 people. So significant, but most of those people, uh, again, are elderly. And the reason, like New York had how many deaths? Just unbelievable amount of deaths, 33,000, I think. Half those people were uh, nursing home patients. And the governor up there, along with the health officials, made the boneheaded decision to send the elderly people who had COVID back into the nursing homes and infected the rest of them. So that was definitely a boneheaded move and a reason why um, New York had such terrible uh, problems with it. Plus the fact that, you know, there's a lot more people jam-packed into New York City. But even now, you notice they're bragging because it's over or mostly over because they've developed herd immunity and that's what the answer is going to be just like in Sweden when they didn't they didn't do anything they just told their seniors to stay inside or people that are at risk everybody else life as usual and their uh death rate is way down they've developed herd immunity and it's it's on the tail end of this thing Um, so, and there's new statistics that show if we develop a herd immunity of about 20%, then this thing will virtually be over with or sporadic cases will jump up. So herd immunity is the answer, not really the vaccine. I mean, think about it. This vaccine is going to take a while to really get down. I mean, would you want to take a vaccine that has been rushed into production and maybe gotten out before it's been adequately tested. I mean, over half of Americans say right now on a poll, they wouldn't take the vaccine. Look at the flu vaccine. Every year you have to take a different one, and at best it's only about 40% effective. Um, So, you know, the flu vaccines are kind of a bust for most people. Even Dr. Fauci, when they asked him a couple weeks ago if he was worried about being ill or sick, and he, he says... Well, you know, I've been healthy. The only thing I had was H1N1 flu last November. And that struck me as being very odd because here's the head of our allergy immunology, head of the flu vaccine program. And I'm sure he took the flu shot. He got H1N1 flu. That ought to tell you something about the flu vaccine. It's terrible. Um, But anyway, so the more exciting part of this podcast is treatment of COVID. Because you're going to know people who have COVID. I mean, each one of us um, are going to know people who have it and maybe who end up in the hospital with it. But here's the deal. You don't want to end up in the hospital with it because not only if you get in there and they may hit you with some of these um, antivirals and they're going to hit you with everything in the book and, and because they're kind of standardizing everything. And then they they'll probably try to sign you up for a double blinded placebo-controlled trial of some new drug out there they're wanting to push. And think about it. In a trial like that, half the people get a placebo and half the people don't. Would you want to go in the hospital serious enough, sick enough to be hospitalized with COVID and get a placebo? No. You don't want to sign up for that trial. (laughs) You do want to get the best there is. So the point is, and then when you get in the hospital, you, you can't have anybody in there with you overseeing what's being done to you. You're in there alone. I mean, anybody that's been in the hospital or had a family member in the hospital knows that you need somebody there to look and make sure they're doing the right thing. I mean, hospital errors is, is unbelievable. Um, I sure wouldn't want to be in there with any, without a family member who was, <laughs> knew a lot about medicine. Um, so you don't want to end up in the hospital. So what you want to do, um, if you get COVID, and I'm all for the testing. The problem with the testing is you have to go drive by the health department or one of these places that's doing it, get a swab stuck up your nose, which may or may not be accurate. And you got to wait five to seven days before the results are back to you. Um, So in the meantime, are you getting sick with this thing? So what I recommend if you do have typical symptoms of a flu right now, go get a test and then call a doctor who's going to treat you over the phone i treated one yesterday and in researching this thing talking to a lot of hospitalists, pulmonologists er docs um, and searching uh, on my medical sites doctors that have treated a lot of this um, there's some there's some good treatments that you can prevent yourself from getting sick with this thing um because this is more of a cytokine storm inflammatory response it's a respiratory virus that gets into your lungs it may set off an extreme inflammatory cascade called the cytokine storm which is really what kills you it's not the virus itself and who gets this cytokine storm and who doesn't is kind of unpredictable and there are outliers most of the people you see getting sick from it um have a lot of debilitating illnesses beforehand most of them are obese hypertension maybe be diabetic um, but they they are usually are elderly so they usually have major risk factors in in anyway but um so what you need to do if you're waiting for your test and you have flu-like symptoms like fever cough sore throat um lost your sense of smell or taste um Headache, you know, feel the worst you've felt like a bad flu. Then I think you need to be proactive and get treatment for this. Um, one of the things that's been shown to be amazingly effective is a nebulizer or an inhaler that we have been using for 20 years called Pulmicort, budesonide, and it's a it's a steroid that you inhale. And what it does, it, it we use it for asthmatics every day. That's why probably why asthmatics don't get as sick with this disease as people who aren't asthmatics you that sounds crazy but it's probably because of they're using this inhaled steroid um which is a lot safer for you than the dexamethasone that everybody knows starting to work for people um so i would definitely do that i would definitely take uh, z-pack for it to prevent bacterial secondary infection, and also because z have antiviral activity. Um, zinc has been shown to be majorly helpful with this, as well as high doses of vitamin C. Matter of fact, if you go in the hospital, please ask them to give you high dose vitamin C in your veins to prevent sepsis. Um, and anybody knows, I hope all my patients and anybody listening is this has already taking a high dose of C and D. Um, if you have a low vitamin D and you go into the hospital with COVID, you're not going to do nearly as well. So make sure you stock up on your C, D, and zinc. And if you get the symptoms of COVID, go get tested if you want and call our office or call your doctor if he's willing to treat you, if he's up to date on it, he or she's up to date on it, and is willing to put you on uh, the Puma Court, the z um, some zinc, and um, maybe even some higher dose vitamin C, um, maybe even some thiamine. Uh, vitamin B1 is very helpful for this. Um, so there's there's things you can do for this that will absolutely wipe it out Um, so the point is really digest what I've told you here today and try to be proactive don't be scared don't listen to the media that it's going up and you, you know everybody's gonna die from this because they're not as a matter of fact my feeling is that We've, we've developed ways to treat this, it's on its way, the death rate is way, way, way down. And we're more prepared for those people that do get very sick with it and knowing how to treat it. But again, the main thing I've always emphasized in my career as a doctor is prevention. And the way to pre- prevent this is to be healthy in the first place. And if you do end up getting sick with this, then you need to take action immediately um, through preventing yourself from having to go in the hospital with it. So I um, hope this has been helpful. I know it's been a long thing. Do your research. I can get you a lot of materials if you want. Um, call our office at Performance Medicine. I think we're going to be doing a lot of telemedicine in the next month or so. So stay healthy, and we'll see you next time.